What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Um, you know, alive. Uh, well, so pretty good. Any rioters? Any rioters in your town? No, uh, I, they're not really welcome here. Uh, so they're not welcome I, there. I don't, I don't think that would. Yeah, I don't think that would go well here. They reached my uh, my home state of Ohio last night. As a matter of fact, I read about it this morning. Rioters breached the Ohio State House, breaking windows and entering the building to protest the death of George Floyd. Why would you smash out the Columbus, Ohio State House? I mean, I get the governor's not really liked right now. DeWine's got himself in a bit of hot water and he doesn't want to admit he's wrong. So I'm understanding of that. But George Floyd was not murdered in, and I say murdered, George Floyd was not murdered in Columbus, Ohio. He was murdered in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And we know what's going on up there. So why are we smashing out the state house in Columbus, Ohio? Why are we rioting and tearing up police cars in Los Angeles? It's just crazy. Just crazy. And as of this morning, as far as I know, as of the last couple of hours, uh, the the police officer that did do that to Mr. Floyd has been arrested. So that's good, right? That's a that's a step. So yeah. All right, where would you like to start this morning? We'll we'll get into we're gonna we're gonna get into a lot of stuff that's going on today because no one cares about COVID anymore, right? Right. That's all water under the bridge. You know, <laughs> we're yeah. not gonna talk. We're not gonna talk about that anymore. So now it's just all this right now now it's just all this so we have to we have to shift right we have to get the agenda shift but anyway i want to talk about the cnn arrest this afternoon i want to talk about uh the national guard being brought in what trump's doing actually let's i'm assuming you wanted to get into the uh the executive order on social media yeah 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 it's it's kind of i think it's kind of a big deal Good all stuff. right. Well, let's talk about that. And then the uh, the executive order. What's important about this is now these stand up celebrities are coming out and saying to Trump, oh, well, you're wrong for threatening violence. And then, of course, you know, this is another thing. So now Trump's threatening to leave Twitter, which, hey, go to parlor, man. We're over there. We're waiting on you. <laughs> Just come on over. So. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about the executive order. He says he's going to go after him, right? Which is long overdue. Uh, I I think personally, I think it's a day late and a dollar short. But at least he's trying to take an initiative at this point and doing something because Congress isn't doing anything. So uh, what do you want to talk about with it? So basically, um, there's a few policies on this. Uh, I'm I'm not really going to have to talk to some lawyers on this one, because I, I honestly don't know that the president can do this. I, I don't really, yeah, I'm not a legal scholar. I, I don't know the if this is within his uh, power, if you will. But this is honestly a very, I feel like it's an important piece of legislation because it's clarifying some of the things like uh, the, these Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, these guys, they're all given platform status, which basically means you are more or less a bulletin board, a a forum. People can post things on there and you're not to censor, edit, delete, shadow ban, or otherwise control these posts unless they're violating law, right? Unless they're like calling for violence or, Mm -hmm. you know, something of that manner. Now, the first part of this executive order specifically targets that and basically says you guys aren't allowed to to edit this 
And if you do, then you are no longer a platform, you are now a publisher. And as such, your your platform status will be revoked. Um, so, and then th- there's a lot of uh, explanations in here. And, and it honestly, it feels like one of his press conferences, uh, the, the way it's worded and everything. So uh, I'm not going to go and read each individual bit. They're also talking about, uh, they go into more legal, legalese, talking about the... Um, protections from censorship and so on and so forth. So there's also a bit in here about each executive department and agency, each of the heads is to review that agency's federal spending on advertising and marketing. And they're going to review the amount of money spent and so on and so forth to on, on these platforms. And more or less, they're going over how much money they spent, federal money they spent, and they're restricting the amount that can be used as advertising dollars. Mm-hmm. So basically, my understanding is is these platforms, uh, if if a uh, candidate comes in and is running, they're not allowed to run on a platform if the platform is censoring. So for example, the platform wouldn't be able to run Joe Biden ads and not Trump ads. You're going to have to give equal share to both is my understanding. All right. So basically now uh, it like this is warranted as far as I'm concerned. But like I said, I think it's just a little bit it's too little, too late. I, I don't understand what the problem is about revoking their platform status. This should have been done like a decade ago. They never should have been given that authority. I mean, those of us that understood what these tech companies were doing, we knew what their end game was. I mean, they're starting it now. So we know what they're up to. They're going to get everybody in their little bubbles and then they're going to close the door and then they're going to ban everybody off that they don't want because they think by whatever, whatever sick game they're playing, they think that by shutting everyone else down, it's going to make them legitimate. What the hell kind of sense does that make? So whenever they did the whole platform status bill thing, which that was under Obama, was it not? When, uh, when they did about all this and... What, the FCC? The net neutrality thing? Is that what you mean? Or was this something else? No, no. The, the platform status was given to... Um, they're, I believe it's Section 230 is what they're saying. Oh, yes. Yeah. OK, because uh, social media is not technically under the FCC. Why don't they just why, why don't they do that? Right. Why don't they put it under the FCC and then regulate it that way? Because you wouldn't have any public forums then. You wouldn't yeah, okay. have Twitter, any, any of those. They wouldn't be able to exist because then every single citizen that used that platform would be under the FCC's regulation. So, yeah, OK. All right. I see what you're saying. Well, the fact is, uh, is that it's needed. This is needed because y- yes. you've got. You've got companies that like these companies are out of control and they're going to get worse if it stays the way that it is now and and people do nothing. The political class do nothing. Then they're just going to get worse. I'm talking the tech companies are going to get worse. The politicians are bad enough, but the tech companies are just going to get worse with their censorship. Candace Owens got banned last week. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, she got banned last week. Uh, Twitter. And I believe her Facebook got shut down as well. Interesting. So she jumped over to Parler. So and, you know, Trump's thinking about jumping over there. So we'll see. Yeah. And for people that aren't aware, Candace Owen was a uh, left leaning. I mean, she was a leftist, like hardcore left. And she's since within the last, what, four or five years, roughly something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gone conservative. And uh, that's like, because the that's because the party went hard left. Yeah. The the, the, yeah. the the Democrat Party went hard left. And she's like, wait a minute. This is not who we are. What are you doing? Yeah. So I, honestly, this is great. Like I said, I don't know if this is within the president's power. I, I don't know if he can define these kind of things here. Hopefully he can. And hopefully this sticks. But the problem I have with an executive order doing this 
the next president can come in, do an executive order and strike it down. So this may not have any kind of power or weight to it. So we'll, we'll see. Speaking of tech, we were talking about tech, Google, right? They've cautioned the EU on AI rulemaking. You hear that? Google has yeah, cautioned. They want to do it. Yeah, of course they do. Google's cautioned the EU on AI rulemaking. Oh, well, no, don't do that. Don't do that. You guys don't know what you're doing. Well, if they're going to restrict what Google wants to do, I think they do know what they're doing. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the EU. I, I mean, I'm the first one to sit here and tell you that. And anyone that's listened for an extended period of time knows that I'm not really a fan of an unelected body of bureaucrats of any kind, whatever that might be. So, well, I'm not a fan of elected people. <laughs> yeah, anyway, look, you're going to have to have regulations to these things. You cannot leave tech unchecked. You, it just doesn't work like that. You, you just can't say, OK, well, imagine, imagine if somebody made a car. OK, imagine if one of these automakers like Volkswagen or Chevrolet or Ford or, or some of these, or, you know, Ferrari, any of these companies, I don't care. Imagine if one of these companies makes a car and there's no environmental regulations on it. Imagine that. This is the same concept, except you're dealing with a little bit more dangerous of technology when it comes to this. So we're not just dealing with environmental uh, impact at this point. We're dealing with um, a complete overhaul. The annihilation of of the human race. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to put it lightly, but um, I was going to say an overhaul of the human civilization. But yeah, you've got to have regulations for this. We hear in like TVs and movies like sci-fi stuff, we hear that AI is down the road and and they have rights and all this stuff. Well, we have to start somewhere, don't we? We can't just put all this faith in some tech company and say, okay, we hope you do the right thing. Are they doing the right thing now? The answer is no. I can go ahead and answer that for you. The answer is no, they're not. So why in the world would we trust them with something like this? So if the EU is actually going to step in and do something useful and legislate this and make sure that it's done properly, then go ahead, you know, go go for it. Because the fact is, is the U.S. hasn't stepped in in any of this. Now the EU stepping in because there's a vacuum. So because the U.S. hasn't stepped in on U.S. companies, they've largely pulled up shop and gone to the to uh, to China. Right. Google's moved their entire system pretty much to China. So they've built up the system over there. They can do whatever they want going along with uh, with the CCP and get away with everything, because as long as they cut them into the fold and share that technology with them, I'm sorry. But if you're collaborating with a foreign government, uh, what do we call that? What do we call that? Uh, I'm just going to leave that hanging in the air right there. Uh Oh, there's more to it. There's more to it as well. It's not uh-huh. just a foreign government. It's a foreign government that has declared war on us. They've been at war with us for 20 years. Exactly. Go ahead. Hmm? That's, all, that's that's what I got. Oh, that was all you had. <laughs> I thought, oh, well, yeah, yeah, go on, man. You I just, go on. I wanted, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to add that little bit there that uh, yeah, make it a little exactly. easier for you to make that exactly. decision. <laughs> no, no, you're you're right. You're right. It's it's a it's a foreign government that's declared war on us. We hear this talk, oh, we're in a cold war with China. Brother, we're in a hot war with China. Do people not understand the mentality of the Chinese Communist Party? I mean, we're talking. How can I put it? We're talking and we're talking a nasty mix like this is a nasty mixture of take the old Soviet Union and smash that together with Nazi Germany and fascist Italy. And this is what we're dealing with. Okay, so this idea that we're going to somehow allow our corporations to jump ship and go over there and get in bed with these people. And then they're going to turn around and use that technology against us. Uh, We got a problem and we're going to have to have a serious national debate from whatever country you're from. We're going to have to have a debate on this because it's going to come down to a point where people are going to have to make a choice. Do we want to keep up with this tech from these companies 
or do we need to break with these companies? So, I mean, we're, we're going to have to make a choice on this. So, and that's what's going to come down the road. Unfortunately, it's it's if you break from technology at this point, you're going to be left behind. That That's more or less where we're at. I, well, I don't think I think we're too late to break from them. It's been, I, it's become so ingrained in everything. You would have to have everybody across the board all agree with it. And the problem is, is there's the coming generation that that won't go along with that. And I mean, even our generation, I don't think would go along with it. OK, so what if you have let, let's let's let the market sort it out. How about that? So let, let the free market work on it. So let another tech company come up and compete against it with different competing ideologies. How about that? I'm just throwing I, ideas I would here. like I, I would like that. The problem is, is Google is so uh, I should say Alphabet is so large now yeah, because we've let even them get it, this to this point. Well, it's one thing if they were just large. It's another thing when they're lobbying and getting laws changed and making it difficult for competition to rise up and, and compete with them. Exactly. If it was just that they were big, it wouldn't be an issue. You could have some upstart come up and mm-hmm. potentially compete with them. But we're getting it. The other problem is, though, let, let's say let's say there was no regulation hindering any other uh, competition. Google has, what, 20 years of uh, search engine data that they've compiled to create al- algorithms and use it towards artificial intelligence, you know, uh, mapping the, the, the way the human mind processes information. As an upstart, what are you going to do? How are you going to compete with that much data, you know, in, in a short time? So even if we did open it up, I don't even know at this point that they could compete. That It's a tough one to say. Yeah. Well, it's just a, um, I, I mean, I, look, it's, something's going to have to be done. Now, whether that's regulation or what, I mean, is it too late to regulate these companies? I don't know. I'd like to think not, but they're to the point now where these companies are bigger than governments because government's negligence has allowed this to um to fester. We're in a realm now where the companies are saying, oh, well, we don't want you to regulate us. Did you see what Zuckerberg said after uh, Trump threatened Twitter? Did you see what Zuckerberg said? Uh, well, we we allow all free speech on our platforms and we like to be fair and uh, and, and, and equal. And th- these are the things that we allow on Facebook. That's only because your sorry ass doesn't want to get regulated. That's all that is. So uh, the horse is out the barn door on that one, old Zuckerberg. That, right, that's just the way it is. Sorry. But yeah, it's high time to go after these companies in one way or another. So if the EU wants to go after Google for AI stuff, if they want to start laying down the foundation as to what it should entail and where it needs to be focused on rather than have Google come in and say, OK, well, this is what we've built and this is where we're going to put it. And this is what you're going to do because we're going to give you X amount of money to do all this. Uh, no, sorry, because... Well, uh, who asked us? Did, did anyone ask me? Did anyone ask you? I don't think so. So it, in the midst of all this, that begs the bigger question. With all this stuff with phones, all this tech that's out there now, did anyone ask you? They didn't ask you, did they? They gave it to you and said, oh, it's cute. It's fun. It's a, it's a great system that everyone can be connected with. And all your friends are on there and you can share your photos and share your life. You voluntarily gave up your information for the sake of convenience. Okay, there are those of us that are still divorced from that world. You know, I'm not on social media, never have been. Not really. I mean, I was never really, I was on it for a while, but I was not on it. I, I never posted anything, never. I never put anything up about myself. My likes, my dislikes, I never liked on comments. I never even put comments up on things. A couple of years went by, and then I read what those companies were all about and what their plans were down the line. And I thought, nope, I don't want any part of that. And now we're in this, we're, we're at this, this 
festering nightmare with these damn companies. And I see what it's done to people. So yeah, I, I don't want to get into all that this morning. But anyway, thought experiment real quick with Google and and let's say their goal is artificial intelligence, right? Let's say that's what they're pushing for. Is it going to work to regulate Google and tell them what they can and can't do with AI? Or is it gonna is is it gonna be more beneficial to create like a Manhattan project style thing well, to create our own both, AI. And, and you and I both know why it. they want it. You and I both know why they want it. I, I understand. But my, my problem is this is where I, I shouldn't say it's my problem. It, it's the issue I see with it is let's say that we regulate Google and say, yeah, you're not going to do that here. Let's say the EU does that. China's going to be sitting there with open arms. Of course they are. They're, they're they'll, they'll, do, they'll do it there regardless. That's the pinnacle. That yeah. is the pinnacle of social scoring. That system has to be in place. AI is at the, at the top of it. So when they go full bore with social scoring, that's going to be the regulator over it. That's going to make the governments irrelevant. So they need that. Yeah. Right. That's the overarching right. structure above social scoring is AI. Right. But my, my point is, is how do you curb? How do you stop? How do you slow? How do you mitigate artificial intelligence coming around at this point? Even if every country does say you're not doing this, this, this and this, except for China, Google could be like, hey, China, you, you want to work on artificial intelligence together? I mean, they've got a big enough market there to make loads of money off of that. So why do they even really need us? I mean, it's the market for the West. If you combine America and um, the EU, that's about the same market they have in just China alone. So they don't even really need us necessarily. So if they enact something like this, it really depends on who's at the helm of the company and what their motives are and intentions. So uh, I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my fear is artificial intelligence. The idea is there. The genie's out of the bottle. You're not getting them back in the bottle. This is it's coming. It's going to happen. How do we how do what, what do we do? What do we do? I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's jump over to an airplane. When I say an airplane, you know, I, I made the comment last week of no one's made an airliner yet that is capable of running off of wind and solar. Well, someone made one. The largest all-electric aircraft is going to make its maiden flight. The concerns over the environmental cost of flying continue to mount. See how they start this, right? Because you fly an airplane, mm. it's bad. Uh, the propulsion system is coming up with an alternative. Okay, an electric motor uh, is due to reach a new milestone with the first flight planned of the world's largest all-electric aircraft, which, by the way, this is, it looks like there's only, uh, let me see, the pilot, the co-pilot, maybe four passengers. That's about all it's going to be in in this thing. That's but they Cessna. adapt, yeah, they adapted a, uh, a Cessna. That's all they've done. And so, I mean, can you, oh, okay, the all-electric version, listen to this, right? The all-electric version will use a 750 horsepower, 560 kilowatt, Magni 500 propulsion system. The world's largest all-electric aircraft first flight is significant miles in disrupting the transportation industry. You see this uh, and accelerating the electric aviation revolution. It goes on. Magni X's ultimate goal, which uh, uh, Magni X is the company. Magni X's ultimate goal is to better connect communities by bringing to market an advanced all-electric propulsion system that offers a low cost of operations and zero emissions. Okay, zero emissions. First of all, when you have something that involves batteries. There's more emissions made in the production of those batteries than anything that an internal combustion engine can do. That's the first thing. 
Not to mention the fact you have to transport each leg of that battery manufacturing process. And it's very dirty, like the process to do that. Did you know that the actual Prius itself is more damaging to the environment in the manufacturing process than it is to actually drive it? So it's not the step that they're making it out to be. That's what I, that's why I'm laughing about all this. My second point to this is what's going to happen if this thing dies mid flight? What do you do then? What if the battery dies? What if a battery catches fire? What about any of that? Can you imagine something with uh, 1500 laptop batteries in it at 5000 feet? Do you know what's going to happen to this thing? So I don't know. I mean, I, it's, just... it's not much different than a, a current aircraft engine catching on fire, the fuel igniting. I mean, it, it, it'd be a similar scenario. Well, batteries. Well, yeah, but batteries. I mean, do you know what happens when it, if you ever seen an electric car burn? You know what happens? Well, the batteries can explode and the batteries the, explode. The electricity, it, the, like the, the electricity the, the fire. from the battery is discharged. Yes. The, the, well, what happens is it jumps from cell to cell to cell. So it's a chain reaction. Yeah. And it just continues yeah. on. Typically, when an electric car goes up in flames, like in testing or something like that, it burns for three days. OK, I've never seen an internal combustion engine burn for three days. So it's just I, I don't know. I This uh, th- this idea, th- this all electric garbage, I, I just don't see it because, OK, look, I, I'm an environmental guy. I'm an environmental friendly guy. I'm a conservationist, okay? I mean, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all about clean environments and, and doing things the right way. I've always been about that. But when you manufacture batteries, that is a very dirty process. And so I, I'm not, I don't know. I just, I, I don't like the way that this is, the, the, the way that it goes because of the way that the investments are steered through government contracts. That's my biggest problem with it. It's not a free market endeavor. That's where the money and the agenda is pushed rather than letting the market work. If the market works and the market comes up with it, fine, we'll go with it. But the market didn't come up with this entire nonsense, that this entire electric revolution nonsense. It's governments have been pushing that agenda from international bodies, and that's where the money goes. There's a very big difference between a free market sorting it out and the government picking winners and losers. Yeah, I'm, I'm not for government subsidies and that kind of thing. And that's exactly what we see. I mean, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not against them trying trying to make electric cars work or, or electric vehicles in general. Like, I'm not against trying to find new technologies like this. And if you want to compare it to some of the other technologies that we've created, you know, in the beginning, yeah, they were pretty... I mean, look at uh, coal-fired uh, stuff in the beginning, right? Oh, yeah, it was pretty terrible. dirty. Terrible. It's pretty nasty. Well, we're going to run into the same situation here. When we find new technologies, until we find a more efficient, a better way of producing things, it's probably going to be pretty dirty to begin with. I, I just don't, I don't like the idea that the government pushes it. That any government, right? They're all on board with it. Yeah. But that's that's because that's yeah. the way that the agenda is. And I don't like an agenda-driven production cycle because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It becomes counterproductive, and and that's not the way you move society forward. It's a government picking a winner and a picking a loser. And in this case, they're picking a loser thinking it's a winner. That's what they're doing. And they're going to use my tax money, your tax money, and everybody else's tax money in order to pick that loser, thinking that it's a winner, telling you that it's, that it's a winner. All right, that's where I'm at on it. Anyway, anything else you want to cover this morning? Um, No, nothing that I uh, can't wait till this afternoon. Okay, I will see you later on this afternoon. We're going to talk riots. We're going to talk, uh, I'm sure we got some other stuff other than riots. <laughs> uh, we're going to, we can't talk about COVID stuff anymore. So I guess we're going to talk rides. All right. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.